who have Matt Smith with us today. Hey, Matt. Hi, Gabor. Nice to be here. Um, I have a question, Matt, for you. This is kind of, uh, I think, a good one is um, playing up and playing down elements. Why is it important to lift up certain things and then also play down certain things? Um, we just I, we had a talk with Matt about this, and and uh, I thought, well, this this would be a good good topic that Matt can maybe just give us a. I, I know it's visuals, like the, I know this is a we're all visual here, but I believe this could be partially uh, discussed too in in in, uh, in words too. Yeah, I can verbalize that, and it's a great question. Uh, as as you know, a photograph doesn't uh, really consider much. A camera doesn't when you're shooting a photograph, so it sort of renders everything with an equal amount of emphasis. As artists, we have to consolidate or focus our idea, which means playing areas up and playing areas down. Uh, so it's amazing how uh, how important ed editing is in, in terms of uh, strengthening overall design. For instance, you can have, uh, let's say, uh, uh, on a canvas, 10% of it can be rendered in and around the focal area and the rest of the 90% can be played down and that 10% is going to be much more powerful because of the contrast between active and passive areas. And so it's a really important uh, a part of design. Um, my process when I'm painting is once uh, I've, I've got the idea figured out and laid in on canvases, then I, then I uh, start to sort of judge in real time. I actually see it up there uh, now. It's, 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 uh, you know, I, I, I can I can put my finger on what's happening. So if I need a little adjustment here and there, I can do it. But a large part of what I do at that point is to simplify areas back down so uh, so that the area I want to shine can shine. Um, so so for me, the process is a little bit of a back and forth. But everybody's different. There are painters who are who really work uh, long and hard and develop the idea in their in mind, and then they they approach the painting in a very direct way. They're that intellectual with what they do. I'm a little more emotional and need to see it develop as it goes, no matter how much time I spend developing the idea with thumbnails and sketches or preliminary paintings firsthand. I need need to uh, see it in real time. Uh, but everybody's different. Uh, but 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 what is common is is uh, the need to edit, uh, the need to play areas up and play areas down. The the painting is your idea, folks. So it, it's up to you to decide what that is. So many people think that if they're standing in front of a landscape or they're working from photographic reference, they have to be absolutely true to what's in front of them. And I say no. Uh, if, if that's the case, everybody's paintings are going to look the same. They just render what's in front of them. But your idea or that person's idea or my idea might be slightly different or vastly different, and that's where the art comes in, our own uh, individual and different concepts as to, uh, uh, to, to what the, what the painting is going to be, what the idea is, the concept, uh, basically. Um, so uh, keep in mind it's an issue of playing areas up and playing areas down. But there generally is, there's a reason for that, right? It's not like just for the sake of playing something up and playing, right? There's, there's, oh, yeah. There has to be a, 
um, and that's within each artist. So that you know, there's there's no formula for that whatsoever. It's 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 up to the individual's own DNA to to figure out or or, or to choose which one to play up or pay down. Correct, and it's it's also based on on the idea. Uh, I mean, uh, one day your painting might be about what's happening in light, and the next day about shadow. You can approach it differently. But like my mother used to say when I was young, Matt, don't wear uh, when I get dressed in the morning for school. Don't wear a pattern in a pattern <laughs> because then it's too busy. It's about everything. So in order for a pattern uh, to sing, you need, uh, you need something that's simple and, uh, and plain. And that contrast is one of the key points in strong design. Well, thank you, Matt. That was, uh, that was great. I know there's uh, not a lot more to this, but there's, there's, I mean, we can go deeper with this. And, oh, you really could. I yeah. mean, uh, that's uh, that's uh, one of the things that will stick with you as you yeah. as you grow as a painter more than anything is design and all the yeah. the variables there and um, you know just like contrast or, or temperature changes, edges, all that plays into it. So does uh, active versus passive areas and, and uh, degree of finish in one area versus another in order to support your idea. Yeah. If you uh, if you like this podcast episode, make sure you check out more of Matt's work. And, and he also has uh, some digital products, uh, demonstrational videos with us. And he also teaches online an online course with us. It's a 365 day online course mentoring. Um, again, if you're interested, just uh, go to Matt's website for look at more imagery. And you can also come to our website at TucsonArtAcademyOnline.com and find out more about Matt's teaching. And my, my website is mattsmithstudio.com. Yes. I wanted to put that in there, but yeah. We, all, we, always, we always want to make sure that uh, you guys, uh, um, you know, research the artists that, that we might have on the podcast, not just through our website, but there's so much information, chances, opportunities we have to, to do a deeper research on, on Matt's work and, 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 and have a visual on it of what Matt, Matt is talking about. But again... Thanks again for joining us today and see you next time.